Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Great news to all of the gooners that are tuned in. Joe has kindly offered to give a signed shirt to a lucky winner. In order to enter the, the prize draw, all you need to do is leave a five-star review and the best comment. And your name's going to be entered into a hat. And we're going to pick someone at random to win a signed shirt from our special guest today. Arsenal is a club that I've played for four and a half, you know, so I can remember and all the way to the first. I've been at Arsenal more than I've been at home, you know, so (laughs) it's it's crazy to feel like I've been so blessed to be at such a massive club all my life. How was that moment when you signed the thing? To sign that contract, know that I can get, like, my mum a dream house and do all the things that I've always dreamt of doing, you know. Arsene Wenger, man, what a a man. He's a man that, when he speaks, everyone listens. Personally, I'm just really learning, learning so much from him and learning about the game. To be honest with you, he's really amazing man he's, a really, he's an amazing coach and I'm not, only, I'm not just saying it obviously he's my boss I'm not just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful kid you know he's a wonderful player and when he signed a contract he gave obviously a, a massive statement to say that he, he wants to play for the Cunas Robert's an amazing guy man. obviously everyone knows he's our captain but not only is a captain he's a massive massive player for us Hello listeners and welcome back to yet again Another episode of the Beautiful Game podcast. As ever, I'm your host, Budge, joined by my faithful two co-conspirators, Dot and Dej. Gents, how's it going? I'm excited, man. Big up, Joe, for coming onto the platform. I really appreciate it, man. 100%, man. How about you, Dej? I'm doing very, very well, bro. You know, off air, we've been having lots of banter. So I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to this one. This is going to be a funny one. This is going to be a great one, man. So before we kick off and introduce our special guest, uh, just... I'm not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel. It's the Beautiful Game Podcast. And you can also listen to all of the audio versions of our interviews on Spotify as well. Uh, putting it out there, early doors, that we are going to be having a very, very special uh, giveaway, which I, I'm sure will uh, be uh, great news to all of the gooners that are tuned in. And uh, Joe has uh, very, very uh, kindly offered to um, give a signed shirt to uh, uh, a, a lucky winner. In order to enter the, the prize draw, 
All you need to do is leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and your name's going to be entered into a, a, a hat and we're going to pick someone at random to win a signed shirt from our special guest today. So, so just to be clear, Budge, um, a five-star review and the best comment will be given a Arsenal signed shirt badge. Sorry. Super. Thank you very much for that, Doc. Now, without further ado, we're going to introduce our, our special guest. He's a, a young gunner who's risen <laughs> prominence over the past two years, ever since he made his Premier League debut against Newcastle uh, on the 15th of April in 2018. We've seen him make lung-busting runs from box to box <laughs> through the midfield. I don't know if we've got any uh, Marvel fans tuned in, but I, uh, I liken him to... Um, Bucky from the Winter Soldier with a bionic <laughs> We see him hold off man in the midfield, tell him to chill out. This is my ball. We see him strong arm people, part of the midfield. Uh, he loves an away day. Most of his goals, uh, if I can remember correctly, have come from uh, being on, on away soil. So he does love to travel. He travels well. His uh, athleticism, strength and intelligence and ability to think and react quickly are all components which uh, contribute to... Uh, Sir Arsene Wenger, ladies, very interesting player. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we welcome Joe Willock to the platform. Welcome, welcome, thank welcome, you, welcome, Joe. What's going on, guys? We're good. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you, thank you for that that beautiful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, was, that was that was a good one. Still, <laughs> <laughs> gotta give you the TPG treatment, bro. This is, this is it, man. So welcome. Thank you for taking the time out to chat to us. Obviously, the season's resumed and and it's busy. Games coming in thick and fast, so we know that you're in in the thick of it at the moment. So we really do appreciate you taking the time out, man. But um, yeah, over, over the, 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 these next sort of 45 minutes, we just want to chat to you about your career so far, your earliest memories of, of, of the game and, and, and you know, what, what's happening at the club at the moment in, in Arsenal. So the first thing to ask you, Joe, is you've obviously been at the, at the club and you've come through the academy from a very, very young age. From like three or four, you were, you, you were already at the club, which is... Like, you know, something that doesn't happen to, to, to you know, just anybody. Um, and one of the questions that I got, so when we, we, we put um, out to uh, the listeners of the, of the pod that we were going to be interviewing you, we got a few questions in from the listeners, which we're going to ask on this pod. And one of them was that they wanted uh, you to explain the process uh, for some people who may not understand the difficulty because, you know, when someone signs to, uh, uh, for a club at such a young age, maybe people think straight away, oh, he's made it, like he's in the academy and that's it. But they don't understand that there's a, a long process um, and, and it's a difficult one and, and how few uh, academy players actually make it through to the first team. So if you could just like talk us through, you know, that, that kind of uh, uh, process and a journey through the academy. Um, well, first of all, you need to start by playing at um, a like a Sunday league team, you know, or like a local side where you can be spotted um, to to get an opportunity to to join the academy. But there's many there's many ways you can do it, you know. Um, I never played for an academy because I was just enough to have two brothers that played for Arsenal before me. But there's loads of ways. I've seen players come from. Just like been on the street, and like my best friend Michael Parker, he he was just on the street, like, and 
I just brought him in and I said, give him a trial. Like, like he has to play. Seriously? Yeah, I, I'm not playing if I'm not playing with him. That's what I said, isn't it? And then he got in, wow. he got into Arsenal. So there's loads of different ways. When you're in an academy, like when the boys are a bit younger and like it's a bit premature, they're a bit more lenient, you know, with, with who they let in and stuff. So I say, for me, you need to want it, you need to be hungry and you need to understand that some clubs might not want you um, at that young age, you know, and you have to just just always keep on asking the question, like, can I, can I have a trial? Or um, even when I'm playing Sunday League, always do your best. But if I want to say the, the process that many people know and have in their mind um, is, you first of all, you start with a, a maybe a, a academy or a sort of a training school, you know, and there's scouts that come over from clubs to watch you. Um, and they come to see like different players, different young players, and see what the next talent is. And you you play there for a bit, and then usually many loads of players get let get scouted. If you're in a good um, like uh, Sunday League team, you, you you should get scouted, you know. So then you go on trial. Um, I went on. I never went on trial, but you do go on trial, and then you take it from there. You know, um, every year you try and get a two-year contract to keep them. Progress, but luckily I just got carried on getting two-year contracts. But if I were to talk about my own journey, well, I started off just on the side, you know, watching my brothers play because we used to live like five minutes, from, ten minutes, ten minutes from the training ground in in um, Hayland. Um, luckily, God just put us there, and we didn't even know about about the the the, the ground in it. So mm. we just. We just moved there when we were younger, and it was ten minutes from Arsenal training ground. So every day, my brothers trained. I went there as well, just on the side, you know. Never stayed at home or never also with, mm-hmm. with anyone else. I was just always at the training ground every day. So my um my this one of the scouts went up to my dad and said, what, what, "Does your um son play? Does your youngest son play as well? We might as well get all three of them in, you know." <laughs> But I was just kicking the ball on the side, like always oh, used to just kick the ball on the side. And like when my brothers used to go on the pitch, I used to cry because I wanted to play as well. So mm. they just let me play um, from I was four. I used to play up like three or two years um, with the older boys because obviously I was so young. Uh, mm. My age group, yeah. you know. So they just let me play. And then when I started playing, I never looked back, you know. And then I just went through the academy. Um, obviously, there was a lot of different obstacles and things that you come across when you're growing up um, in the academy. But, yeah, I just went through every year. Every two years, they send you a letter um, saying if you've got a new two-year contract or not, you know. And a lot of boys, I've seen a lot of boys drop out and and it didn't work for them. But me, I, I, luckily, I was blessed to, to always get that extra two years, you know. And just it's, it's always been that sort of journey for me. I've always gone higher and higher, you know, to the now I'm at Arsenal first team. But yeah, it hasn't been really clean slated. Yeah. Like I had a few few obstacles in my career when I was seventeen, sixteen, but we'll get on to that. But yeah, that's the normal process that that we that the young players do now. Mm. Joe, that was a fascinating insight into, you know, your yeah. come up in the game and Arsenal is a team that's synonymous with producing young talent. In my day, you know, you had Jack Wilshire and Emmanuel Frimpong. Now I know Luke Nobbs and um, Per Mertesacker are heading the academy system. 
What is it about the Arsenal infrastructure that allowed them to produce such burgeoning talents like yourself, Eddie, Saka, you know? Um, you know, London's full of young players from all different backgrounds and they're just, they're just thriving, you know, with so much ability and so much, like, hunger to play the game, you know? So I feel like it's not just... It's not just the setup in the academy. I think it's that we have to give credit to the, the boys that are coming from like estates like mine and and bad estates where have so much talent, but they've never got the opportunity. Yeah. So we there's players in this academy. They've all come from these sort of places, you know, and they got the opportunity and they've taken it. Like me and Eddie and Saka and Reese. Like that's where we're a product from from this these these places, you know. So I feel like first of all, you did. There's a lot of players that are have of talent in London, but never get the opportunity. So I would like to say that first. And second of all, their academy is such a like Arsenal. I can only talk for Arsenal. I've always been at Arsenal, you know. And it's like a family sort of oriented oriented club, and it's like it makes it makes you always feel at home, you know. So I feel like that's the main factor for me why we're so able to all just pro progress and process throughout the whole system you know to the first team so comfortably because it's always felt like home for us you know so yeah i say that's the biggest factor oh, definitely joe um i spoke to um josh de silva who's currently you know piling his trade at brentford the center midfielder knocking in the goals this season um yeah. and he said that he felt like he had to leave um arsenal to progress his career but you guys of a similar age and obviously you're 20 what, what does Arsenal mean to you? Um, big shout out to Josh. That's my brother still. Josh is my brother still. But, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, Arsenal is a club that I've played for, uh, you said what, before, was 12, four and a half, you know, so I can remember. And all the way to the first game, you know, Arsenal's like a, I've been at Arsenal more than I've been at home, you know. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 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 crazy to feel like I've been so blessed to to be at such a massive club all my life, and I know not not nothing different, you know. So I just love the club, and I want to make the club great again, you know. And I feel like I I, want, I can um, help to do that. But yeah, back to your question, I, yeah, I just love the club with so much passion, to be honest. Yeah. Big up, man, hundred percent. And you know, one of the th uh, things I wanted to ask you, Joe, is obviously um, Dej mentioned Saka, uh, Eddie, uh, Reese Nelson. All of you lot have come through, and then also um, you've got players like Josh De Silva that have um, you know gone onto pastures new. Um, and the one that comes to my mind is Alex Awobi. So obviously he was um, at the club for such a long period of of, of his life, and he's. Um, uh, gone on to, to Everton now when when that happens obviously it's like your your friends right so it's like breaking up the, the, the friendship group almost and does it make it more difficult for you to still kind of keep contact and, and, and stay in touch with certain players once they move on to other clubs is it, is it a bit more difficult yeah it's a bit it's a bit crazy when when players move on because obviously Everyone's really focusing on, on on what they need to do, you know, and keeping 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 focused on how they're gonna better themselves in their career. So 
when people move on, it's not that's not really your focus. Unless they are really mm. close bedrooms, it's not really your focus to keep in touch with them. You know, obviously when you see them, you see them. But now you need to understand that everyone has their own path, and people are gonna move on. You know, so. It's very hard, but obviously it's always love when I, when, I, when we link up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundreds, hundreds. Until we link up, it's not that. Like, unless they're my close friends, I don't really like keeping close contact with them. I'll be real with you now. No, I hear that. That's fair. a fair explanation. Um, yeah, Joe, you're a young player, 20 years of age. You're in the limelight. We recently spoke to Jordan Ibe, and he was talking about the of you know a big money move to um, a, a club like Bournemouth you're in the public eye how do you sort of manage that fame because you're at a top six club a big club you're well recognized so how do you keep grounded to be honest with you bro is it's that's one of the hardest things that I never thought that would be that I experienced you know that when I was growing up I always wanted to be like in Arsenal first team like I always wanted to be the guy, like, you wouldn't walk on the street, people ask you for photos all the time, you know. But, like, when you're in it, it's a lot of pressure to have at such a young age. Or I feel like I don't have never had it. I've only had it now, in it? So I don't know how it feels to have it in a few years. But now I'm so young, like, to have it such a young age, it's, it's really hard, you know, because people are always looking for you to, to mess up, especially when you're a young black boy, you know, and coming from coming from an area where they, they want to keep you down, you know? So yeah. I feel like it's very, it's really, really hard because there's so many there's so many things like... Sorry. No worries. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 so many, there's so many things that people want to put on your name and you always have to keep it, try and keep it clean all the time. Like, you have to uphold a, a very good, like, reputation. Oh, Mm. Hello? Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. hear you, bro. We can hear you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah as I was saying, it's, it's very hard, you know. Um, obviously, people are always looking for you to fail. Like you see in the media, all these all these things coming out on, on different players. The majority of them are black, you know, and they're always trying to put a stigma against you. So it's very hard. So to deal, to deal with that, that pressure... Um, at such a young age is, is really, really hard, you know. So take us through, you know, signing your first professional contract. I'm sure, you know, your dad must have been teary-eyed seeing his three boys become pro footballers. So how was that moment when you signed the thing? <laughs> <laughs> what, my, fir- when I, my, my first one or when I signed my, my one going into the first team? Yeah, my one first, first one. one. Let's say the one going into the first team. Yeah. Oh, uh, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, obviously, my to to sign that contract and like know that I can really really get like my mom a a house like a, a dream house and do all the things that I've always dreamt of doing. You know, is it? It's a it's a crazy feeling. It's a, it's a feeling that I can never ever describe to anyone, you know, because as a young boy, that's all you want to do, man, that's all you want to do, when you see, when you go back in, in the hood, you see, like, just, it, it's just, like, London right now is crazy, so, when you actually 
make it and you go into the first team and you get that big contract, you get that break, it's, it's really, really crazy, you know. But I just wanted to, like, the moment... I, I want that moment again, to be honest, because that moment, <laughs> that moment, that moment with your family, that when you get back and it's, you know, I was just on the way back with my mom and dad and we were just talking and it was just, it was, it was just crazy how we was, how, how happy we would, you know, mm. all the hard work that you put in all over the years, like I can finally repay my mom and dad, you know, so it's a massive, it's a massive blessing and I, I wish that upon many people, you know, that feeling, 100%. man. Hundred percent, man. I, I can I can just tell how much it means to you being a good bro. You you're literally living the dream of every single uh, Arsenal fan, bro. So yeah, man, it's big up. Hundred percent. Yeah, man. You know what I wanted to ask you, Joe. So obviously, when we we're talking uh, a bit earlier, we we're talking about you know you ha- you ha- coming from family and your other two brothers playing and and them um, playing for Arsenal even before you did. And I wanted to ask you about um, Chris in particular, right? So when I think about it now, he, he probably set pace in terms of young players from England moving abroad, right? So obviously at the moment, you, you, we hear about Sancho, we hear about uh, Ethan Ampadu from Chelsea, who's obviously gone abroad, um, and, and, and a number of other players that have, that have applied their trade abroad, right? But... Chris went like years ago when he went over to, to Benfica. Yeah. What was what was his reason for for leaving the um for, for leaving the, the the academy? And when he did move over there, like how did it change the dynamic between you guys as brothers, like and, and stuff in, in terms of keeping in contact with him and that kind of thing? Um, to be honest with you, we, uh, me and my family, we we our decisions are. Um, made by the most high, you know, so we prayed about it as a family and we 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 st- we studied the bible we 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 tried to fast about it you know and we mm. we came to the decision as a family and we thought that god was was leading leading chris to to play in another country and and learn a new sort of culture you know and and that's what happened and now I, we look back at it he's learned so much and he's learned a new language he's He's done. He's come so far, you know, and mm. that that was that's actually the bottom line of it. There was no like sort of sort of big like money or mm. like trying trying like other alternate motives. It was just purely guided by the was guided by the most high to make that decision as a family, and that's what we did. You know, we stay strong in our faith, and we we're still still staying strong in our faith because it, it obviously hasn't repaid. Us, what we 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 thought it would matter, but we never know. We're, we're just still trying to stay strong in our faith with that with that move, you know. And 100%. that was the bottom line of the move. Mm. No, I love that, Joe. So yeah, we're gonna fast forward into your playing career now. Obviously, you played under the great Arsene Wenger. You know, we've all got fond memories of him as a top top elite manager. How was it like, you know, being under his tutelage? Arsene Wenger, man, he what a, what a man. He's a, he's a, he's a he's a he's a man that when he speaks, everyone listens. You know, he walk in the room and it goes quiet. Like everyone's just like looking at him. You know, he's a, he's a legend and he's a man that had a very he had very few words to say, but when he said something, it was always like the right 
Right, thing is, if you get what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a certain guy. Honestly, like the Godfather. That opportunity to play under, and it, it, it was, it, it's crazy. Now I think about it. Now, obviously, when I was in it, I was just thought, yeah, that's the manager, like, that's the boss. Like, but now I think about it, it, it was a crazy like opportunity to to play under him, you know, and and have stories to tell about him and and memories, you know, because he was a, he was a brilliant, he was a brilliant man and and a brilliant coach, you know. So he's taught me a lot, and I feel like he's inspired a he's inspired a, a massive club to. Yeah in how we play. So what's the one thing that you've taken from him, would you say? What's the one ingredient or mineral that you've taken from Arsene Wenger? Arsene Wenger was so, like, calm and, like, just so chilled out about so many different situations that Mm. would just look messy on the outside and (laughs) he just dealt with it, you know? So that's what I tried to do, you know? When I I have obstacles in my career, I always try to just look at the, like, chill out and, and try and deal with it in the right manner and I feel like that's one thing I've taken from Arsene Wenger's area when I was playing under him that's, that's great yeah, to he- yeah yeah that's, that's yeah. great to hear Joe so um, obviously Arsene Wenger departed um, and Unai Emre um, came into the dressing room and from the outside looking in it seemed like it all unraveled how was it working under Unai? um when he first came in, um, I feel like he was, everyone really was optimistic about it, you know, no one really had a lot of background check on him, everyone was a bit like standoffish, but when he first came in, I'm sure everyone saw the footage of it in pre-season, was working really hard, you know, everyone was about it, everyone was trying to get busy, so everyone, everyone was working, you know. What he'd done when he came to the club, um, he was only there for, yeah, for a few years, but I feel like he he, he got us to a final of the Europa League, you know, and we had a we we had a good run in the league. I feel like we he's done, he done all right, you know. I'm not really going to speak about other mm. things that happened in the change room and, and all sorts, but I feel like he was a good man. He gave me a lot of opportunities, you know, to play. And I really liked him as a man and the manager. Yeah, so, Joe, I remember at the time of um, Una Emre being sacked um, by Arsenal that a lot of his messages were getting lost in translation. Is this something that actually happened? Um, see, when he came to Arsenal, he, was not, he didn't speak a word of English because mm. it was hard to, for him to actually translate what he wanted to do um, at the start. But... For me, I didn't feel like that that was a, a big factor for, for anything, really. So, so, by way of comparison, so obviously Unai Emery departing and Arteta has come in. How much has Arteta influenced the culture in the dressing room of the team? And like, how has he taken to, you know, his first role as, as a manager? You know, from the outside, looking, of course, as, a, as, a, as an Arsenal fan, I, I'm looking at, everything like in detail I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the training videos I'm I'm listening to the press conferences and whatnot and so from a fan's perspective you know it's clear to see that he he has a very clear philosophy and, and, and way that he wants to convey his ideas um, and it's like it seems like he's, he's, he's instilling certain principles in a team but that's obviously for me as an outsider looking in I wanted to, to, to get your perspective of it being in the dressing room 
Um, yeah, to be fair, when he first came in, was a bit spectacle about what he could do. Obviously, he's a very young manager, and most of the players that play now have all played with him, you know. So it was, a, it was a bit, a bit hesitant on how to approach the situation, but we all we all open, um, let in with open arms, you know, and we all thought. Yes, yes. See, see what he has to offer, and he's come in. And to be honest, he's been no short of him, uh, an amazing, really. Um, his detail and the way he, he, his management is with every single player is scampering, you know. And we're just all excited to work with him. And personally, I'm just really learning, learning so much from from him, and learning about the game that I'm in ways I've never really learned about the game, you know. And mm. To be honest with you, he's really an amazing man. He's a really, he's an amazing coach, and I'm not only, I'm not just saying it. Obviously, he's my boss. I'm not just, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just obviously just. No, I'm saying, but he's a he's, mm. a, he's a he's a he's a really 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 good coach. So. Yeah, Joe. There was this you know mid-season break to Dubai, and apparently that really bonded the team together. So, what sort of things were you doing on that break? You know to get the team harmony correct? Um, was training. Uh, was chilling. I don't know, really. It was nothing really too, like, that was out of the ordinary. It was just really mm-hmm. just enjoying each other's company, you know, and really trying to get to know each other again. And there was new players coming in. Obviously, we need to get to know them as well. And it was just Good time, and obviously that was the first time away with the new manager, and he—he it was really good, man. It was really good. Arteta has spoken, you know, on several occasions about the non-negotiables. What does he mean by that? And to be a top team, it's fundamentals that you you need in the team, and that's to be together, to to play with with heart and play for each other. And in front of your chest, you know, and that's what that's that's what we that's what he trust install still in us every day, and that's what that's what I feel like that's what he means about there's no negotiables, and you can come and have a bad day, you can come and play shit or whatever, so like that. you can come and and, mm. and 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 you know what I'm saying, but if you have that them fundamentals, then that as a team, your team members you. They have to back you up, you know. So I feel like that's 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 the first thing that when he first came in, that's what he said. That's the non-negotiables. We have to play as a team. We have to fight for each other, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. I I remember him um, in one of his press conferences. I think he was saying something about the team uh, enjoying suffering together, um, and that's like been one of the biggest differences. Now is like everyone's working together as a unit as opposed to uh, in, in individually and of course in the results that the team getting at the moment obviously a, a good run of form uh, recently and so so long may it continue I, I wanted to ask Joe on a personal level you've um, you've played in a few different positions within the team so you've been deployed as a, a box to box as an attacking midfielder you've been played wide. but in your opinion where do you feel is the, your most natural position. Where do you see yourself long term? Um, I see myself long term on the pitch. 
I've seen myself sometimes. <laughs> so I'm saying, hear you know, that. I hear that. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't really look to just what my favorite position is or that what I love to play. Whatever position is, you hear me? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I feel like whatever the manager wants me to play, I'm I'm ready to play. You know, as long as I'm playing. I love to play football, so love I don't really mind. About, I don't really mind about the position, you know. As long as I'm, I can be on the pitch and help the team and show what I can do, um, then that's the opportunity that I die for, you know. Joe, when you look at Arsenal under Arteta, one of the main places they've improved is that defensive record. What sort of drills have been to you know keep that stable defense? Um, I feel like. As you know, Arsenal's always had good players, always had a team that that can defend, but there was just those moments in the game where we used to just give the opposition gifts and and, and thing and hope really and with he's trying to install that we, we cut out that hope, you know, and we're in every challenge and every every duel, we're we're the ones that are stamping our authority, you know. Um, we can Play the night needs to apply it as well. So I feel like that's a, one of the biggest factors that he's tried to instill in training, you know, to have that winning mentality and have that in every jaw, every every different circumstance, we need to be on it, you know. And that in training, that's what he's been doing, you know. So it's, it's really it's really showing in, on the pitch right now. So I'm really happy. So what's the key, like, differences between you know, Emre defensively and Arteta defensively, like, what have you noticed? <laughs> two different managers and two different philosophies, but um, I wouldn't say that there's a bad or good one. Um, I feel like they both had their ways and I feel like now everyone's sort of buying into the philosophy a bit more and and we're, we're all trying to just trying to Really, be a team. I feel mm-hmm. like being a team. Some, some, some games we, you've seen that we we was in a team. Um, trying to really be a team from from now, really. Let's have a deep dive into the mandem. Obviously, there's yourself, um, Eddie and Ketia, um, Reese Nelson, but there's been a man that's been capturing all the headlines recently. Um, the young wonder kid Bakayo um, Saka. How important was it when he signed the thing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when he signed the thing, you know, he was always going to sign the thing, man. Man's telling me that he's, he's going to get a transfer to this club and that club. Nah, it's a good. Nah, man, it's a good, man. You can't leave the key, man. Come on. How big of a statement was it? He. he Saka's a wonderful kid, you know, he's a wonderful player and he's a wonderful grounded kid and uh, I feel like when he signed the contract he he, he gave obviously a, a massive a massive statement to say that he, he wants to play for the Cooners and we're all happy to have him and I love playing with him man. He's a he's a wonderful player. Mm. And you know what, Joe, what one of the subject of Gooners, um you obviously, like, like we said already, you've come through the academy, you're playing in the first team and whatnot. Are there any players currently in the academy that you play with regularly or you, or, and train with the first team or whatever that maybe um, 
uh, a lot of Arsenal fans and, and fans in general may not know about that you think, yeah, keep a lookout for this guy or, or these players because they're, they're going to make waves when they, when they do fi- finally get through to the first team. Yeah, there's a few. There's, there's loads of... In the academy, like when they come up to the first team, I look at them and I'm like, wow, you've got, you got a bit about you still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, I played with... Um, there's a guy called Jordi, also T2. Yeah. Um, one of my, one of my, he's one of my bedrooms as well. He's really, he's, he's a really good player. I feel like in, in a few months or years to come, he, everyone will see what he can do. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a loads of few, there's a lot of players. Obviously, I'm not gonna start naming. If I start naming, I'm gonna have to name all of them. So yeah. I'll, say, I'll say Jordi, Jordi. I'll say for me, one of the, one of the biggest talents that haven't really been revealed in the biggest stage yet. But I feel like you it. Yeah, mm. yeah Joe, um, obviously we've been speaking about the younger players. We spoke about Bukaya Saka. I want to ask you about, you know, your talisman, you know, the main man, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. You know, there's rumours circulating that they just put in the finishing touches to a three-year deal for him to spend the best years of his career at Arsenal Football Club. How imperative is it that Arsenal keep him at the club and what sort of influence is he for the youngsters in that dressing room? Obama's <laughs> 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 an amazing guy, man. Obviously, everyone knows he, he's a, he's a, he's a captain. He's, but not only is he a captain, he's a massive, massive player for us, you know. Mm. But I'm not, I don't really know what's going on with all that stuff. But I've just, I love to play with him, man. He's a, as I said, he's an amazing guy. And, Hopefully, they'll stay with the club, you know. I can learn from even more. But he's happy. He's happy at the club, right? He looks happy. <laughs> I think he looks, he, looks, he, looks, he looks happy. He looks happy. Okay. And um, what's your relationship like with Matteo and Gwenduzi? I know you two are both battling for that centre midfield spot. How, how is he in the camp? <laughs> I tell you, he's a he's a good guy, man. Um, he's a very talented man, you know, and he's a very close friend to my behind as well, you know. Um, yeah, he's he's good. He's 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 alright. He's good. He's you know against Brighton, you know <laughs> Morpé called him out and sort of said Arsenal deserved that, you know, after their cockiness during the game. What's your response to that sort of comment from you know Neil Morpé from Brighton? I didn't even see it, you know. Um, I didn't really see. I didn't really look at the the different things that were happening. Joe, you've learned um, from Arsene Wenger, you know. That's what Arsene Wenger is. <laughs> I didn't see it. No, <laughs> you've been learning. No, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even capping. I'm not even capping. I, <laughs> I, I try not to be on like social media too much, you know. Um, mm. My headphones fell out. I try not to like read newspapers and stuff. I just try mm. to. Um, when I'm not playing football, I try to do other things, you know. So I didn't really see it, but um, I'm sure whatever's been said been settled now. So it's what it is. It's what it is. What it is. Joe, taking it back to your game um, more specifically, um, obviously, I'm very focused about being the best you can possibly be and getting the most out of yourself. So. This obviously is ne- is never going to be an easy question because we can never 
like look at our it's, it's, it's always more difficult to look at our weaknesses and, and look at the areas that we need to improve but in your point of view yeah what would you say are the weakest areas of your game ta- technically tactically and what are you doing at the moment to work on improving those areas that you feel aren't so strong for me I feel like um, probably one of the weakest side of my games is is hmm, that's a hard question still. What do you think? It's it's hard. Obviously, you don't. Yeah, it's hard to, to look now, at that point. No, no. I've, I obviously I've I've got loads of things that I work on every day to improve on. That I know. Obviously, I could. I'm trying to. I could say my left foot or score a proper answer to the question. Mm. You know, mm. like an answer that actually. I'll say having my, my mental side of the game is needs to be improved on like a lot, you know. I feel like having such a strong mental mental like having that that mental fortitude or yeah when when the chips are down. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to describe it because obviously, do you not play football, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, but but like when when like, when you're on a pitch, like so many things are happening, and mm. I feel like for me, so when I'm on a pitch, so many things are happening. Like you give the ball away sometimes, you do this, you do that, yeah. you might shoot, you might miss. Like I feel like for me, I always need. Sometimes I I like beat myself up in my head about it, you know, because I wouldn't, mm. I want it so bad, I wanna. I want to actually like show what I can do because I know what I can do, but I'm not always doing it. So I need to always like, yeah. I'm trying to work on. I'll say to that question. Yeah. Without getting too deep into. It. <laughs> yeah, Joe, we've been watching you. I've been seeing you recently. You banged one in against Southampton. <laughs> Long overdue goal. Come on. You know, Wolves yeah, away, man. bagged an assist, but you should have got that third, bro. I was thinking, yeah, no, I should have yeah, been like that, bro. I've been, do- I've been banging them on tops as well. Yeah, like what I wanted to say is that obviously Arteta, he seems to be instilling a lot of confidence in the young players. So, does he treat you any differently in terms of the attention to detail and the time given on the training pitch? Um, I feel like he treats. Everyone, like you all, everyone has a personal relationship with him. You know, you can feel like I don't really look at everyone else's like what they're doing and how did how how much how long he's talking to them. But uh, for me personally, he gives me a lot of like attention to detail, things to work on. Like he he's really good at man management. I feel like it's one of his biggest skills. You know, so um, for me, I feel like he's spot on with with that side of the game. Joe, I want to go into another one of your teammates, um, Meza Ozil. He's an amazing player. Obviously, everyone knows Meza is a legend, man, and mm. he's a player that speaks to a lot, you know. And he's a, he's an amazing person as well. If you ever get the chance to meet him, you'll you'll see how much of an amazing person he is, you know. And he's so much like positioning, and he's talking so much, you know. And yeah, I love to have him around and change him and play with him. So, yeah, I'm blessed to play with him. 
Yeah, so Joe, you're obviously still young. You're only 20. So, like, what's your short to medium-term goals? Is it just to rack up the minutes or do you want to start playing much more regularly than you are right now? To play football is, is something that I love to do, you know, and that's, that's, that's always been my dream, to play for the Arsenal week in, week out. Oh, and uh, actually show up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you got to tell these teams to leave you alone, bro. Tell these teams they ain't got time, bro. Yeah, cool, still so, getting yeah, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> it's that time of the day. <laughs> yeah, um, I was. What was I saying? Oh, playing regularly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, mm. I want to always. For me, playing regularly for Arsenal's that's that's my dream, you know. So to 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 hopefully do it soon. Is, is what I want to do. I'm not here to rack up minutes or like try and just long out my contract. I, I want to play for the Arsenal, make a difference, and show what I can do. You know what I wanted to ask you, Joe, yeah? Mm-hmm. In, in, in the time that you've been at Arsenal, like, who, who has been the, the most talented player that you've played with in training? Like, has there been a time, yeah, where... You've, you've, you've been in training and someone's done something so outrageous where you're just like, how on earth has he done that? Like, who, 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 who would you, can you, can you remember an occasion like that? Or who's that player that's just unplayable, like, completely? Um, I'll say... I don't even know. I don't even know. That are just unbelievable, like things that are just crazy. I would say Mega, yes. or when I used to play with, um, train with Jack Walshaw, wow, Sonny Pagolo when I was really young, you know, it was yeah. players that, that you couldn't get the ball off, like they just the ball was just stuck to their foot and it was just crazy. So, yeah, I'll say them three are just yeah. really. I, I, can imagine back, San, I can imagine Santi was dumb. Like, he just yeah, like, was, either foot, left foot, right foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he, was, he was crazy still. <laughs> and what's the um, aspirations, you know, for Arsenal for the rest of the season? And how do you feel you guys are going to bridge that gap next season to Liverpool and Manchester City? Um, we just keep on doing what we're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. As a team, we're getting stronger and everyone can see that. Um, I feel like we need to instill that fear into into the opponents that the Arsenal used to have, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, I feel like we're taking it as a process and day by day. Hopefully, we can come and and be where the Arsenal should be. Yeah, Joe, um, you've spoken very well during this interview, but I know you've been asked a lot about your teammates, but I think it wouldn't be a podcast or an Arsenal podcast if you don't ask about one particular player, and that's your record signing, Nicolas Pepe. You know, from the outside looking in, it looks like he might be struggling, you know, for confidence, struggling to get up to the pace of the Premier League. And some critics have already thought he's not good enough for, you know, a top six club in the Premier League. From working day in and day out with him, do you think he's someone that maybe next season he's going to come good and he's going to show his worth? Um, yeah, he, he, he's a player that, that that's, that's in training. And 
I feel like in games he, he does he does his thing as well. So I feel like he's a player that's really talented. He's really obviously come over from France and he has the time to adapt. We don't really speak English and it's been hard. I understand my brother done it when he moved to Benfica, you know, it's it's, mm. it's not it's not easy. So I feel like but I feel like everyone will see soon, man. You think so, yeah? You think he's going to start winning them performances? Because the thing with Pepe, he's getting compared to the likes of Mane, Salah, Sterling. These are the guys that bang in, you know, like 20 goals plus a season. Do you think he can get into that sort of territory where he's just finishing, you know, most weeks? Um, Of course, but he's not a one-man team, you know. These players are playing for teams that have been built over years and years. We're, We're a bit... Everyone knows that Arsenal is in a rebuilding stage at the moment, and we're trying to trying to get to that stage. So I feel like it, it's not it's not really the same situation. And whoever's comparing them to them at this point in the moment, it's kind of a bit harsh, you know. But I feel like Pepe is a baller, man. You'll see, you'll see soon, man. Hundred percent. Do you know what, um, Joe? I also wanted to ask you, like, I, I should have asked you this at the beginning, but I forgot to. But I want to I, I want to rem- remember to do so now. Growing up. For idol um, in, in in the Arsenal camp, and now when you look at your game, is there anyone who you say that you try to like mould your game according to, basically, or you you watch a lot of? Um, to be honest with you, obviously my my idol was Thierry Henry. Like he was a man that um, was such a massive figure for me, you know, in my in my 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 life and me and my brothers we always used to just like basically just walk. um and was like uh, when I when he came to Arsenal he I got the chance to meet him you know and obviously we we, we grew very close together and we grew very close to me and my brothers you know so he's he's a person that's probably say now still someone that I really really look up to you know and still I won't say idolize because I don't idolize anyone. Um, I don't yeah. idolize anyone in this world. So I feel like a person that I really look up to will be Thierry still. But now, in this day and age, um, no one. Um, a question I want to ask, Joe, is when you talk about Arsenal, you also talk about AFTV, you know, who Robbie Lau has built and, you know, they're doing very, very well. I watch the show from time to time. I think it's very insightful. And obviously you've got a lot of characters there as well. As a player being in the fold, do you watch their content? And also, what do you think about AFTV as a platform? Um, I don't really watch it now. Be real with you. Um, I've, obviously, I've seen a couple of that, um, when they're ranting and stuff or Twitter, but I don't really watch their, their videos, you know. Um, like they're entitled to their opinion and yeah, that what's, that's what's keeping them going and what they want to do that I'm happy to, to see and whatever it's whatever isn't it it's what they do man I don't really have an opinion on them and fair point what, what do you have to say to the Arsenal faithful they love you you love them if you just want to send out a final of our own bro come on <laughs> um what to the Arsenal supporters yeah 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 tuned in to this podcast 
I want to say thank you for always supporting the thing, you know. And I want to say um, there's more to come from me. And um, we appreciate your support and big up yourself, man. Keep shining. Keep hope. Keep staying safe in this in this bad time that we're living at the moment. But hope you're still keep keeping safe, you know. And love. Well said, Joe. Well said, Come on, man. my it's guy. Been a pleasure. It's been you know a what, Joe? Before we let you know, it's 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 a two part question. One A, one B. The first question is, what is the song on your playlist? That's getting the most attention right now. What are you, what, what's the tune that you can't stop playing? B, when you're stepping out to a function now. What is the drink? <laughs> what is the crepe of choice and what's the colorway? Those are the two questions I need to ask you. What, the drink? Yeah. yeah. Second, yeah. The first one, I'll have to say Pop Smoke. Um, come on. Go yeah. yeah. on me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Come that's, on. That's, that song gets me. Gets me in the mood still. That's a, that's a bang. Is that, is that the match day tune? Is that the match? <laughs> man, he's, 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 that album's really good, man. I'm really enjoying yeah. that album, you know. And um, mm. my drip, to be honest with you, I really fashion. What's that? Fashion is probably one of my biggest things I love outside football. You know, hundred percent. Fashion is is, is 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 something that I love to to experiment with and and try different things, you know, and show my personality on my clothes. So when I go out, um, I, I just go and how I feel on that day. What how if I'm feeling happy, I might wear something bright, you know. Or if I'm on. feeling a bit mellow, I might wear something <laughs> Come on. darker. Whatever I feel, but I love to inspire people with how I dress, you know. So. Um, Favourite kicks, though. We need to hear your favourite kicks, Joe. What's, what are the kicks are, like, are, are your favourites at the moment? Um, I like my... I like... Do you know what Rick Owens are? The brand, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like... I really like the boots, man. I have a lot of okay. a few boots from Rick Owens, so that's my favourite. Probably my favourite kicks that I have in my wardrobe. The, the Rick Owen that boots but the kits I wear every day on every day thing will probably be like the Night of White um, Virgil collaborations that come, that come yeah, out you know come on, really come like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. No, Joe yeah like a final one from me is obviously you grew up with your brothers on a cancer estate there's a lot of young people listening in and they idolise you and they look up to you and say you know what I want to be the next Joe Willock what sort of advice would you give to these kids of how to navigate becoming a professional footballer? Um, first of all, it's understand that I was just like them, you know. I was, I was a boy growing up, um, just trying to be something, you know. So never, ever let anyone tell you that you can't do it. Never, ever let someone tell you that, that you're too small, you're too tall, that you're not good enough. That never, ever let anyone tell you that stuff, you know. Um, if I could look back on my when I was younger, I used to take it too serious, man. I feel like you know, you have a smile on your face, you know, and 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 do your thing, man. Show what you can do, bro, and mm. and never ever feel like oh, like someone's 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 judging you, and this is my last ever chance because I I will tell you now, there's there's been there's only so many chances that you can show what you can do, man. So just play with a smile on your face and be happy, man. 
That's all I'll say. Well said, bro. Man, well said. Big up, big up big yourself, up, brother, man. Yeah, Each and every absolute time. Absolute pleasure, every man. Time, bro. And keep doing your thing. Bro. Listen, our schooners are supporting you, man. Yeah? Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank down, you. Like I said, you're living the dream um, of, of every single Arsenal fan. So just keep your head down. I think you're a headed person and you've got a very, very good support network around you and your family. You've got faith in God and whatnot. So just keep just keep at it, man. And, and you know, you, man. We, we, we surely hope that Arsenal will return to the, the heights <laughs> that, we, that we were once... Um, on at some point, man. So, um, sure, sure, 100%, man. So, we're gonna call it a day there. I'm just gonna remind all of you, uh, if you're not yet following us on Twitter, it's at podcast underscore TVG and on Instagram at pod underscore TVG. Subscribe to our YouTube, the beautiful game of our episodes on Spotify, uh, the beautiful game podcast, also on um, SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts as well. And a reminder for all of you Gooners who want to be in with a chance to win a signed Arsenal shirt from Joe Willock, you need to make sure you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, make sure you, you leave a really, really good comment and your name is going to be put into a, a hat to be in with a chance to win a, a signed shirt, man. So um, get, get, get following, get, get leaving the, the comments, the reviews and all the rest of it. We're going to leave it there until the next episode. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.